This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. What is going on, guys? My name's Hussein, And in this video, I want to answer a question from one of you guys uh, that asked me, how do I break in as a new backend engineer? So I am a front engineer or I'm a network engineer and I want to be as a, a backend engineer and I want to get recruited. What should I give the recruiters uh, tips? Like any tips I should write in my CV? What language I should learn to be a, become a, a backend engineer? And uh, whether th these questions sometimes come from front-end engineers where are used to building user experiences, UI, or some of these questions come from network engineers who are very well uh, versed into the networking stack. They know the TCP and they want to build, start building applications. So they are actually coming from two sources. So, And uh, how about we actually start reading the question, guys? So question says, hey, Hussein, I hope you're doing well. Are there any tips or tricks I can do to make it easier to break in into the, into the industry as a back-end developer? I mean, what are recruiters looking for in a CV? I would be glad if you can make a video about that. So, guys, my answer would not be uh, a typical one, and uh, I think it's, it's also going to be unpopular. So, guys, uh, my opinion might not be very popular with this regard, but I don't personally believe you should learn languages or back-end technologies or any technologies for that matter that recruiters are looking for uh, just to get hired and it might work for you for the short run but you will get burned out real quick because as cheesy as it might sound you're not passionate about the things that others search for and and the industry is a, is a mess, to be honest, because there are a lot of hype of everything, and, and these hypes die very quickly, right? The hype might just take a year, and then you start learning a technology for a year, and then this technology is dead after a year because it was hyped up for a whole year or two years, right? And then these technologies just die afterwards, and then you just learned it for a waste, Nothing is a waste, obviously, and when you learn anything, it's just always useful. But if you, here's my advice. If you want to learn a backend, if you want to become a backend engineer and you want to attract recruiters, flip it. Don't do what recruiters tell you to do. Don't just put, I have Python experience, or I have JavaScript experience, or I have PHP experience. Pick a language, pick a stack that you're very comfortable with. And here's where the tasting come into picture. You, ha you have to taste different things, taste different proxies. Like, I mean, I think proxying, proxies in general, and when I say proxy, I mean reverse proxies, I mean caching layers, I mean load balancers, both types, right? Layer four, layer seven. And if you, as an intro engineer, go even the layer three load balancer, because that will be easier for you to pick up, I think, uh, from the lower stack up. But 
pick up these taste different different uh, these different technologies and and see what you like and just go heads down in learning these stacks and this way if you write this it will be truly passionable right because that will be truly your your skill and recruiters though though, though these recruiters you, you what you're hitting is that you're hitting the the long tail in this case like i don't know if you guys are familiar with this book called the long tail i'm gonna put it in the screen here but essentially it's just like yeah there's always uh in anything any technology any desirable product there are a product or there is like a technology or there's a topic that is huge on demand right and could be in demand real demand or could be just hype right and that is just gonna gradually go down 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 right and these this is the where the long tail goes right if you become an expert in back end configuration of nginx so you can do a b testing and make sure nginx is up all the time pick that and run with it right become that that when people say nginx they say your name when people say ha proxy they say your name or, or 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 even like developing scripts yeah python javascript languages any language will really work as a backend engineer don't sweat it out really really doesn't matter to be honest language does languages don't matter in the backend engineer because what if, if a recruiter wants you for python and you know javascript that is not enough for them to reject you because python can be learned in a in a week in a, in two weeks that's not what they're looking for they're looking for how depth is your knowledge right language is just how you talk to the computer it's just you can pick any language and you can run with it it doesn't really have to be uh, the language that they choose right just that's that's really the last thing that recruiters look for it's like oh oh you're good in python oh yeah yeah i i know javascript but i can write python i mean yeah c sharp any language right it's just the understanding of the fundamentals and i really encourage you to look uh, at my back end engineering video right here check it out where where i can break down all these back end fundamentals right proxies load balancers web servers and uh i forgot security right you can just uh, pick one stack of these and just go dive deep into them. and that's not enough because what are you gonna find out is like you will excel on one of these right and maybe there are more obviously there just don't limit yourself to these and then once you find your passion and you're just like i love this stuff if you like python use python all the time there's nothing wrong with that because you're gonna innovate more when you write python because the product matter the language doesn't matter right there are exceptions where some languages are fitted for certain use cases but if you're entry it does not matter believe me guys so yeah don't put in your cv if the if the recruiters put they're recruiting for account for python developer you can you can definitely just any language will yeah if you write cv in your cv that you're you know python and the recruiter is looking for java don't worry about it 
that's okay. Because what you need to do is really show that you understand the fundamentals. And, and I know that's not a short solution. That's not a short time solution. And that's not a shortcut to get you a job. But you need to work really hard on this one. If you want to break into the industry, just taste, just learn, just build, right? Build stuff, build software, configure software, right? Especially on the back end, just taste HTTP2, taste HTTP3. HTTP3 is still experimental, but that does not mean that HTTP1 is dead or HTTP2 is dead. Don't put flashy stuff on your CV. Nobody is looking for those flashy stuff. They can call you out. Recruiters can call you out, right? If you write, I'm an expert in HTTP3, you better know what you're doing, son, because people people will, will call you out. They will find out real quick if you're an expert or not. So never write expert, in my opinion. I don't like to write this word. Even if I have 15, 16 years of experience and certainty, I never write expert because I know myself that I can always grow. Expert is just something that people like to use. Like, yeah, that's another topic. So yeah, it's not gonna be easy, right? If, you, if you're gonna get hired, if, if you wanna get hired, get hired and pick the first job you find in backend engineer. Don't, don't say no, because that job will rarely be your last job, right? Because don't use that job as just an excuse just to just, hey, I'm going to spend my rest of my life here. No, you pick this job so you can basically eat, right? And then just, yeah, well, if, if, if the job you're working on currently in the, as a backend engineer doesn't fuel you passionately on the side after five, start working on the things that you like. And if you're a network engineer, you will gravitate, gravitate towards things that is at the lowest level. So layer four TCP stuff. We still need people there. We have not cracked back in engineering yet. We, there are so many problems that we need to solve. Timeouts, for example, Nginx or, or other proxies, HA proxies, we still figure out what are the best timeouts that we can put on every single level, right? Between the proxy and the back end server between the front end, the client and the proxy. How many timeouts? How long? How how long and short they should be? We don't know these answers, right? And if you can just dive in and play with these things, automatically you will be good. And when it comes time for an interview, you'll say, yeah, well, uh, immediately there will be an aura over you and just like, oh yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about. And the things that you don't know, it's like, yeah, I haven't investigated that area, but I would love to know how it can improve in that area or we can, how can we improve that and become make it better? Because most recruiters will ask you, okay, how can you basically make uh, um, our, uh, how, how can you help our company, right? Just, okay. We're going to build a web framework application. I'm going to help you scale, right? And yes, scaling will be, really depends on the application, right? We don't have to use Kubernetes or anything. Don't throw words like that just because uh, they are popular 
uh, understand the fundamentals behind containers, understand the fundamentals behind Kubernetes and why are we using that stuff. Talk about fundamentals as much as possible, right? Because uh, recruiters will immediately call you out if you start throwing words like, as like, yeah, new fancy words. They know, they know everything. The HR and recruiters know if somebody knows something or just uh, just scratching the surface because with a few questions they can scratch and they know that you if you don't know them. So that goes what I was saying. Don't lie on your CV, obviously. Uh, if you don't know something and just put it out there. Yeah, if you really know it, just say, I know this. And don't be afraid that list few things in your in your CV. That's actually a good thing. I'm not going to sit, if I recruit, if I'm, I'm interviewing someone, I'm not going to sit and reading through three, four, four pages. I'm going to flip through the projects. That's actually interesting to me. And I'd, I like to read through the project pages a lot, right? I rarely care if someone knows Python or JavaScript or Java. I really interested when I see like, okay, uh, there's this problem, there's this project, and we run into this problem, and here's how we solve it, and here's how we fixed it, right? We're not sure that's the best approach, but I think that it is, that's the approach that we came up with, right? And then the interviewer will ask you questions, obviously, they will start pulling strings on that particular area and and uh, we'll start pulling more and more and more information as as much as possible from you so focus on projects obviously that doesn't make sense if you're new you don't have projects right but that's where side project comes in build a website do you don't have to make it public make it for you internally host it locally expose your router publicly and just yeah you don't have to pay for cloud services and or to host a website to work on a website and and people will believe you if you build a website and you can talk about it people and you can carefully talk about it people will believe you you don't they don't need to see live projects right i know live projects are a great idea if you can share a link and i can look at this but when i see a link and i click on a project and i click buttons I have no idea what the heck is this, right? I don't know how you built it. Have you used existing technologies or have you stitched it yourself, right? Go onto the board and and uh, just draw the architecture for me. What, what have you done? The backend engineering would design... I know, guys, I'm all over the place, but I didn't really plan this video. I just want to talk uh, conversationally with you guys. So, so this is just a conversation, really, more like... A, like advice right because what do i know as an advice i just tell you from my personal experience as i from people i interviewed and and, and uh, when i was an interviewee and seeing other people in getting interviewed as a backend engineer that's what we noticed right and just and just common sense i noticed myself when i tried writing my cv i i was trying so hard because I was like putting everything that I ever done in the CV. And just like, why am I doing that? I'm just trying to impress whomever I'm sending the CV to. That was like, I don't know, 10 years ago, seven years ago. Yeah, but I no longer do that because really you should be confident of what you know. And 
never think that what you know is little or just like oh if i'm gonna list only oh i know nginx and python people will think i'm not good enough what no not at all let's some people like to list like 700 programming languages thinking that this will give them an edge nah doesn't give you an edge doesn't give you any 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 added value it's like okay i need you for a javascript position but you know c sharp big deal what i'm gonna use you for for that right but if you have been proven to work with easy to work with and you're down to earth that's a trait i want you for you're a badass right or if, or if you have configured these applications and you run into problems and you wait two solutions that's in the best thing i i was impressed with one cv it's like someone actually listed three solutions and and they picked one that was like i was impressed with this it was like wow it's like they're reading my mind it's like they're expecting my questions and uh, as a solution it's like it's like oh i picked one i i'm not impressed i wasn't impressed by by the solution itself i was impressed by the variation the the there's a word in Arabic. I don't know. But I don't know how it's English. So it's like a variety, right? There's a variety of things. And, 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 and that, to come up with a variety of solutions, first, it's very humbling because most engineers, and let's be honest, are not really empathetic, right? Because if we come up with a solution, we want to own it. It's like, oh, I'm going to pick that solution because it's the best. That shows your personality, kind of. Can, you can scratch the surface of your personality. It's like, oh, yeah, you're good, son. Because you are humble enough to accept other people's solutions, to actually list those solutions. Because, yeah, I used, uh, for example, uh, we were between RabbitMQ and Kafka and, I don't know, ZeroMQ. And we end up picking ZeroMQ because our solution is not really a pub sub. So we didn't really need exchanges. And we didn't really need a complex system like Kafka. So we picked, a, we made a decision to choose simplicity over sophistication, right? That wasn't the example they gave, but I'm just giving you some examples, right? So if, you, if you're new, then you're going to have a little bit of a hard time and that's okay. Just list whatever truthful, right? Keep learning. So juice up that CV, the my Vita, right? Juice it up with project. Juice it up with, with ideas, with tech that you're interested in. And the more you're interested in something, man, you will automatically be jumped and dive deep into it, Right? And yeah, that's what recruiters are looking for. They're working for passionate people. So it's just, I don't care if you know blockchain, right? Jesus, like, like these these two years, like everybody's into blockchain for some reason, right? It's just, yeah, if you don't have passionate, if you're passionate about blockchain, kudos, right? But if you're not and you're adding it, and, and if I ask you a few questions about blockchain and you just stay silent or it will show immediately, so... That's a no-no. Don't lie in your CV, obviously. That's a known. But only put stuff, no matter how sm- small, I'm not going to use the word small, no matter how uh, few they are, add them. Who cares? 
If you're an expert in HR, you're telling me if if someone hired Daniel, who the who, whomever write curl, that guy only know C C plus plus. I don't even know the language that curls in. That he only knows that. Okay, and and he only maintains one project. You're telling me if a recruiter saw that CV and he's just like, okay, I have thirty years maintaining this project, and I only code in one language. Again, I'm not. I don't know. If, Daniel code in one language or not, but jeez, this guy built a project that is being used across the whole globe, right? In every single device, almost, right? Curl, C U R L, right? So he he's passionate about this thing. He runs, I don't know how many weekly meetings and about this, and he pulls people to contribute on his projects. You're telling me that he just knows like one language and so he's not good enough? No, doesn't matter, right? He's really well. He understands every single protocol because he baked them into the language, right? So I'm not telling you to be like him, but just an example of just having one language doesn't mean anything, right? Just, just doesn't mean you're not good enough or you have to learn multiple languages. No. Taste multiple languages, definitely. But if you like one, oh my God. And I talk about that a little bit in, in the which language to pick and, and all that stuff, right? Just pick that language. And if you just feel connected with that language, write in that language only, right? I feel this. I used to feel this with Visual Basic 6. I know, guys. Make fun of all you want. Screw you guys. I like Visual Basic. I know it's dead now, but I used to love it because I don't know how I feel. Right, right. Okay. The second language I I love when I write, write in that language is, is pure C, but I suck at writing C code. But I, I just enjoy writing in C. I don't know why. It's just the idea of me controlling everything feels really good. I control the memory, I allocate everything, right? So it feels good, but I suck at this language. So I'm currently coding mainly in JavaScript, and I don't like C Sharp, right? Although I use it almost every day in my current job, I record in C Sharp, but I like JavaScript, and so that's that's my first language to pick on everything. So if you see my tutorials, almost all of them JavaScript, and then... Most of them are Python. I taste everything and see what I like. Some people love Python. So so yeah, pick the language you're more comfortable with and run with it, guys. So absolutely, that will be fine. So these are some of the tips that I think recruiters look for when, you, uh, when they look for a backend engineer. But yeah, it really, really depends, guys. Just really depends on the job that you're getting. But don't just... Don't... What's the word? Don't transform your CV so that it looks appealing for a given recruiter, right? I know a lot of people tell you to do that, but that's an unpopular opinion from me. Let them reach you. Let people reach you. And that's what I did. I used to work in Bahrain, and and uh, I was basically invisible, right? And I was doing this kind of forming my CVs to send it to people. And, and and I flipped the equation. I just said, you know what? This is what I'm good at. 
I'm good at GIS. I'm good at utilities. I'm going to focus my stuff to, I'm going to start my YouTube channel and start talking about utilities and start talking about utilities as electric utilities, water utilities, and, and talk about that stuff, GIS, ArcMap, uh, and these solutions. I start writing a book. I start, I just focused on that for just a year. Not really, actually three years. I focused, just stood not a focus, and I wrote this stuff. And and that's just my CV. It was public. The employer, my current employer, is reached out to me. It's just, it, it, it flipped. And yeah, that's, but that's just what I did. And that was an advice that uh, my colleague, uh, my friend Andrew Zolnai actually gave me back when I was lost um, 10 years ago, I think. Yeah. Almost in 2010, yeah. 2010, he just gave me, yeah, just let let your, uh, let the recruiter search for you. Don't search for them, right? And you do that by developing a talent. You do that by developing a set of skills that you're passionate about. If you're passionate about that, it will absolutely show, guys. And once that actually shows, they will, they will basically do anything to get you because... You don't need to, do, most of the work is done. The interview, you know what you're going to say. Hey, that's what I do. That's what I do. I do proxies. I'm an expert in HA, don't say expert. I know HA proxy. I know traffic. I know how to uh, configure HA proxy to run as a, a active, active uh, configuration. I know keep alive. I know, I know these kind of things. Just focus on what you really, really enjoy. All right, guys, that's it for me today. I hope you enjoyed this video. I, I'm sorry, a little bit long and rambly. I didn't really plan it, but I just like to, I, I, I always like to answer this question in a conversational manner as much as possible. Uh, some of you like this, some of you don't. I apologize. I'll try to do better in scripting. I don't really do as scripting. I just put outlines and just talk about the points that I would like to point to talk about. But that's it, guys. Uh, I'm going to see you in the next one. You guys stay awesome.